Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. All right, here we go. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear? Tune in. Yeah, you gotta tune in. Sarah Frazier on the mic and she about to begin. The co-host with the most Paul Warren looking fleek. Take it from me, you should be listening. Live from the nation's cap, pop culture at its best. No need a second guess, separated from the rest. Entertaining nonetheless, many topics to address. Sarah, she's so glamorous, the number one hostess. Woo! You guys! 
Oh my god, I always yell right into the microphone, and the, the, our producer AJ and Leslie are like, "Stop ah, yelling into the mic!" We get so excited. My ears. I know. Welcome, everybody. If you are watching us on Facebook Live, we are here at the Hey Fresh Podcast with Paul Wharton. And I'm so glad you're here because a lot of people were very concerned that you weren't going to be here. They were concerned. I guess um, I need to work on marketing and maybe, um, <laughs> what, what would you call that brand <laughs> release? <laughs> maybe so. A little communication, you know, goes a long way. Uh, yeah, apparently yeah. nobody uh, understood where we were headed with this. So, right. Um, Including so, me. Okay. <laughs> So we're going to get to the bottom of that today. Yeah, exactly. So, and we're referencing on Monday. So Monday, and we'll just get into this like here in a few minutes, but we'll talk, we'll talk Mervis and Waxing the City. But um, if you didn't miss it on Monday, I basically started to say like, hey, I really want the show to be congruent, right? And like my goal has always been to have this show five days a week. I want it to be on many platforms. Like I loved radio. It was like my first home you know back like syndicating it back to radio and doing these other things right and in the year we've tried a lot of things and I'm like okay hey let's try doing something consistent like I had these mindful Mondays and all this stuff but the branding the messaging seemed to get the the delivery got lost in the messaging I guess you could say so the delivery got lost in the messaging or is it the message got lost in the delivery there you go B. So okay, we're going to get into that. Yeah. And then we have a couple other stories that we have to address, including the pop singer who's now getting divorced because of herpes. Okay. Um. Also, I can't believe this. I feel like this is terrible for people. But people have been getting nose jobs, Paul, because mm. they take selfies. They don't like their faces. All right? So they, they see their face on a selfie and they're sure. like, this doesn't look good. Maybe I should get plastic surgery. And now an engineer has come forward and is basically saying, if you had plastic surgery because of a selfie – you totally fucked up. I don't know that there is anybody getting a nose job based solely on the way they look in a selfie. You don't believe that at I all? I don't really believe that. Really? I think people that get nose jobs have probably always felt that way. They've been looking at themselves forever. We all have time in the mirror. I talk about it in my book. I tell people how to use a mirror. So you think that it's many more things than just they take selfies or they see themselves in a picture. You think it's... yeah. I, I don't think you look at yourself, oh, my God, call Leftensteinberg or whatever, or Dr. Ruff, you know. Right, I know is. somebody, I'm not being racist, I know Leftenstein and Berg, so <laughs> don't even try it. Don't even try it. Yeah. Um, and then also, too, I want to know how you feel about this, but this article is getting a ton of attention, and this woman came out, and she said that you should not be with a man. If you are dating a guy, if you are married to a man, and he does not have female friends, that is a major red flag. Okay. Do you think that's true? You think you can, because this is the age-old question and debate. Can you be friends, just platonic, with someone of the opposite sex? Well, you're asking a gay man, so of course I can. But, I mean, I think it's odd that a, if a straight man in a relationship with a woman couldn't have a female friend. Okay, thank that you. That would really be a red flag to me. It would because you best believe he's out meeting some ladies somewhere. You know, right? I would like to be a witness to how he engages with those women, what they do together. You know, just from the corner. Okay, because this article did make me think. Dan has a female friend that he's pretty close with. That They're like, fucking. What? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, Dan. I'm sorry. Uh, boy, really? code out the window. Boy, okay. code out the window. So, look, if you're yeah. watching on our Facebook Live, okay, Facebook Live, we are right now streaming on Sarah Fraser page. You can go to it on Facebook. Just hit pages. You'll see us both there. You can leave a comment. Do you think that men, straight men, should have female friends? Is that healthy or not? Or is that a red flag? And then we'll get people, to your answers. People who need people. You. 
But okay, wait a minute. But then that you're kind of saying that you think it's a little suspect. No, 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 no. I was just trying. Oh, you're just. Oh, you're just. Kidding. I was just oh, trying okay. to ruffle your feathers oh, a little okay. bit. No, I think it's normal. Okay, you yeah. do. So you think it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Like, if that's the good. case, like gay men wouldn't be friends with other gay men. I mean, some you fuck, some are just your friends. I agree with that, but I'm trying to think of the male friendships that I have, and I'm did they any of them start a little bit of like, oh, maybe this guy's attractive. You know what I'm saying? Well, do friendships do that start sometimes, that way? Sometimes, even you know, gay men to other gay men. Sometimes it kind of gets into the line becomes a little bit indistinguishable. Friend or lover, lover for the night, friend for life. You know, right? Yeah. Right, so right, right. Sometimes every yeah, now and yeah, again, yeah. but but um, no, I I do believe that straight people can be friends. Like uh, I know my sister has great male friends. Okay, and I'm trying. Okay, I got to think about this one. So anyway, you can leave us a comment on our Facebook page if you are watching right now. We're gonna read those comments and shoutouts. And if you have any other questions for Paul or me, you can leave those at the end. A uh, couple things we have to talk to you about: waxing the city. Yeah, we're having a big booze bikini back wax party at Waxing the City in Alexandria, Virginia tomorrow oh, night. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Five to seven thirty p.m. Fifty percent off any of your first waxing treatments. Book your appointment tomorrow night. Tell them, hey, Fraze, Paul Wharton sent you um and even if you don't come tomorrow night for a wax you just come for the margaritas you could get a wax at sure. another time 50 percent down there i i got it waxed. you got that thing together uh, well i don't know if it's ever <laughs> together <laughs> but i did want to tell you and this is going to be pretty this tomorrow night is going to be amazing because okay. we have a guy who emailed us who says that he is going to get a manzillion live on facebook on our facebook page tomorrow night and that he is so well endowed that we should not even show his unit because Facebook would shut down. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. You don't think he's going to have a big package? I'll be the judge of that. I think he's going to be enormous. He says he's got a huge dick, and he says that uh, when we see it, we're just going to be, like, blown away. First of all, I, I would run. I don't really want a huge – I mean, I want equivalent to what I have, which is very nice. It's, it's you know, nobody's ever complained. People give me great compliments. And I'm happy with it, but I mean, I don't well, know. I do think there's such a thing as too big. I mean, yeah. I, I have seen penises that are so big, you're like, uh, that doesn't seem comfortable. In person or in video? Um, well, I've been with two large penises mm. in my lifetime, right? And one of them was borderline of like, this would be hard to give a blowjob to. Ooh. Like, it's just too much. You know what I mean? There's only so much your jaws can take. Yeah. Especially when you're a talker like I am. Yeah. They're worn out at the end of the night. That's it. I've done all I can do. <laughs> so join us tomorrow night. We're going to have giveaways, waxing giveaways, waxing gift cards. Um, we're going to be there. Come say hi to Paul. You're going to bring some books to sell, too? Heck, yeah. Why not? Books for sale, all that good stuff. Waxing the City, Alexandria, tomorrow night, 5 p.m. More details on HeyFrage.com. Also, Mervis Diamond. We mm -hmm. love them. We work with Mervis. If you're in the market for an engagement ring, great piece of jewelry a push gift or maybe just a gift to treat yourself because I love it. that's what we're all about um <laughs> some diamond bangles go in and see that mervisdiamond.com is their website they have three locations rockville k street downtown northwest dc yeah. also in tyson's corner virginia that's it and today actually we're going to be putting up on hayfrage.com a video with the five biggest engagement ring trends of 2018 according to mervis so be looking for that that's right you feel no pressure to get engaged in all this ring talk and all of this i want to get cool. engaged like i really do this is the first time in my life i tell everybody you know dan and i've been together over five years mm -hmm. it took me four years to fall in love with him and now i really want to marry him i'll tell too many people that <laughs> damn oh i just told thousands okay. i mean my goodness okay how's he feel about that his manhood's still good yeah, you know what? That's the thing I love about him is like I tell him everything and he's always He's just okay like with you're that. fucking crazy, but I love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he really does.
He's, I mean, he's stuck around for a lot. He really has. Yeah, I know. The least I can do is marry him. I'm your work husband, and <laughs> we're going through it. But I'm still here. <laughs> I have two really amazing men in my life. You, you do. And Dan. Right. Well, and I have to say my brother's pretty cool, but I don't have to he live with him. He's very cool. He's, so he's very he, cool. He puts up with my crazy from afar, so that's like a different afar. So anyway, you need to know that. Look, I, I do want to talk about and address on Monday. So Monday, yeah. and you and I have been having this conversation, although I haven't been communicating very well, so I apologize for that. But over the past year, you know, I have, and we've we've really only had like two kind of moments. Okay. You know, that we've talked about like on the um, podcast, the book moment. The book moment. And then the, wait, maybe that was just the same moment. I think moment. It, was the one, it was the one moment. Right. Should you promote your book? We were at a meeting. And it, it, now, in hindsight, seems really stupid. Honestly, like you should have right. promoted your book. But so anyway. basically, we went to Bloomingdale's. Oh, well, oh. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Bloomingdale's, yeah. and the long and the short is this: I thought we were there to pitch this this meeting that we were going to do this podcast event together. And then Paul was like, "Oh, by the way, we could also promote my book." I left. I was like offended at first, and then it yeah, was that fine. that is the short. But the the slightly longer than that short is we were pitching a pop-up podcast and they wanted to sell clothes and right. they were like we don't feel like that's a good fit so it was like crickets in the room and you know you kind of threw it to me and so I'm thinking well I've got this book coming out and why don't we have the people pull their their ideal outfit right. and then we will accessorize it and they will have a completely pulled together outfit and they'll probably buy all the things that they have and they love the idea and I said I'd sign books afterwards and they agreed that we would move forward so I thought we were great because you know my experience in business is close the deal. Right, right. And we talked about all this before, and, you know, you saw it a different way. We had a big fallout, but we talked through it, and we decided at that point that we were going to, although your dream was to have your own podcast, was to be a female boss, CEO, own talk show. Right. We agreed that the partnership was a really great idea. Right. So I committed to a year. Right. And I said, let's do that. And so what you see today is what we built over that year. And I do feel like there's a long way to go to get to the goal. Right. But I feel like what we built over that year has primed, has set this podcast up for success. I agree. Yeah. And what I know for sure is you can't bury your dream for longer than you're a supposed minute. to yeah, for right. longer than a minute, we really. Talk about that, yeah. yeah, because you can suppress it. You can think, okay, I want to do something else. So the issue that you and I have had just recently, which is an issue that we're working through with our listeners right, right now, is that that dream keeps coming up, and there's no time like the present to pursue your dream. Right. And as your friend and someone that loves you, I will always support you and right. support your dream of the Hey Phrase podcast. But I think that when I came in to this new beautiful studio a couple weeks ago like I hadn't seen the new logo right so you know you come in your face was on the wall before and then you come in your name was there and then you're and then you, it, it's not right and so I just feel like that conversation which I know was a tough conversation but it's an essential conversation right you know so it was important to me rather than to say oh fuck it because I didn't sign up to work for someone else right however as your friend I am committed to supporting your dream right so right. you come to me in the right way and you in, involve me in some of those conversations so then I can decide what I would like to do um, I would like to be here as long as it feels good right as long as you feel like it feels good I feel like it feels good and the listeners feel like 
we still have something good. I don't want to come in and be like, well, where do I sit? Who, you know, I punch my time clock. Right. But I'm not that kind of guy because right. I've already done all that in right. my life. You We've know? been there, done that. Yeah. I've been there, done that. So I feel like the time that we have put into this thing together, it, it just warranted a bit more respect in terms of just keeping me involved in the changes and in the process so that I know, so that I'm not finding out when everybody out there is finding out. Right, because yeah. there was confusion on Monday of mm-hmm. me saying like, and this is what you and I have been talking about, and this is the thing that keeps coming back up for me, right? Yeah. So the reason, and everybody knows this, but one of the things is when I left the Kane show like years ago, I it wasn't, there was, there was a lot going on there, but overwhelmingly the thing in my heart was like, I know I want my own show. Like I've always wanted to be a talk show host. Like, and I would just look at the show and I'm like, I can do this, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know how it's going to take, you know, it's a whole different beast when you're running a show. And I give Kane like so much credit for that. Like it's a, a whole different animal than when you're co-hosting, you know, because the host has to lead it, guide it, also react. There's a mm-hmm. whole thing. But the real reason that I left that and the reason that I left 107.3 was like, I want my own show. I want to bet on myself. Absolutely. But one of the things that's interesting about me and I've learned is I also attract really strong personalities. Sure. You are, Sammy is, you know, Kane, everybody I worked with in the past, very strong personalities. And it's hard to do a show when everybody wants the same things. You know, mm-hmm. you have a great brand. You mm-hmm. you're a TV host. You're you're an author. So you want your own stage and platform, which you have, and you've done an incredible job in doing. Thank and you. so in, in the past year, I've done things like, okay, well, I want to do mindfulness, and I want to do, um, you know, I, I have a, a, really the whole true crime thing was. I was really interested in that story. You know, the Savopolis family, it's a tragic story where they have so much money and they look perfect to the outside. But once you get beyond the surface, there's just so much um, tragedy and and things that don't work. And Mm -hmm. it's like, how can you appear to have it all but have nothing? You know, so that was what I was fascinated by. And I've always been interested in people's stories. But I have always wanted to have my own show. And in doing that, you know, you have to, like, make changes to it all the time. And you've got to be like, we have the most loyal, strong audience Mm -hmm. of anybody in D.C. You guys listening have made this podcast what it is, you know. But then it's like, okay, how do you start to attract people who don't know us? What do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, you start giving the show some structure and we start having segments that you're known for and people know you. And we start integrating AJ and Leslie and, you know, people are represented from different backgrounds. And Absolutely. that's how people begin to go, oh, cool. These guys are funny or they are informational or they make me pissed off or whatever. So mm-hmm. those changes are hard for me to implement because stepping into that role is is tough you know because i love i never want to do anything to hurt you i one of the things that i love about you and that our partnership has worked so well is like you have always been super mature you're you get business you understand the bottom line of that and you've also had your own brand so we both this year have built those and then now i'm like okay you know what I tried these things. I love mindfulness. I think it's more of a segment on Mondays than it is an entire show because that's kind of who I am. But let's like brand this as one thing, make it five days a week, take it to the next level. And I did a real poor job of communicating that to you and to the audience because people were very upset to think that you weren't going to be here on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. You are always going to be here on Wednesdays as long as, like you said, it feels good for you. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, same thing. Like you have a lot of things in the works, like production wise. Absolutely. And if that takes off, I mean, or, you know, Renzo comes and marries you and you get rich. 
we also understand <laughs> that you're only going to be Skyping in right. like, occasionally while you're on a yacht. Right. So, we, you know, right. so we both want that for each other sure. always. And I always want the audience to know that. And I think, um, yeah, I think the delivery wasn't done well on Monday. I apologize for that. I apologize to you because I don't want – I know what it's like, too. I mean, that was part of the reason – you know, my radio past has been, it was difficult because I know that feeling of coming into the studio one day and then they're like, oh, hey, you know, we're going to have this other female co-host. And you're like, what? You know, sure. so mm-hmm. I never want to make you feel that way. And I feel badly that I did that this week because I have been in your shoes. And sure. it sucks because you're like, well, wait a second. I've worked really hard at this and I've really helped this and nobody gives a fuck, you know. So right. I, I'm really sorry. And I accept that. I definitely accept that, and I just I'll say that I'm here to support you. Um, I I like the thing that we've had. It's been really great for me for as long as it has been. Uh, my ego is completely in check. Um, I just like to communicate, and I like to be the first to know when it involves me or something that I'm doing, something that I've committed to. Because I told you on the phone earlier, look, chick, I have been here when we weren't getting paid and when we were getting paid. You know, right, like right. when I first started, it was like, okay, come every Wednesday. And I'm like, okay, well, who writes the checks? Who's in HR? <laughs> oh, there are no checks. There are no checks. Oh, we got to work on that. Honey. Irene was in HR. She's moved to California. <laughs> right. <laughs> We got to get an accounting department. And that's one thing that I was like, okay, we're going to do that. And we did that together. Right. And so now we're here in this beautiful studio. I think you're primed for success. I think that the listeners that support us and love us, I really want you all to start telling your friends about this podcast. And we got to get you all really engaged and involved. We need to hear more from you. Yeah. We need to hear more from you on Twitter. We need to hear more from you on Facebook on our Instagrams, because we're sharing our lives. Right. And we decided to have this conversation that we could have had, you know, on the phone together. I said, it's important for me to include the listeners in this conversation because we don't know everything. We're figuring this shit out as we go along. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so true. Yeah, you don't. We're figuring this out as we go along. And so I will say that um, I I am going to launch politics. I hadn't planned on doing it, to be honest. I hadn't planned on doing it right now. But I do feel that there are there are stories to tell. And I do feel like it's not um, it's not the worst time for me to do it. But I also want to support you. But I want to let you fly as well. Yeah, you know, and that's what I appreciate yeah. the most about you, because most people don't have the um, I, I just think the self-confidence to say that, you know, and mm-hmm. that's how I've always felt about you, too. And it's like I love I've loved going to see like your book launch at Tyson's mm-hmm. Corner and seeing mm-hmm. like the, you know, hundreds of people that were there for you and so excited about your book. And yeah. it's like that's the way that it should be. So Absolutely. I am very grateful for that. And I always want to give that back to you. And I think politics is a great idea mm-hmm. because, you know, we've been talking about that on and off for a year and yeah. actually when you first joined this remember you were going to sure. do politics Absolutely. so i think now is a great time to do mm-hmm. it because you do have a ton of yeah whether it's vivica a. fox or it's omarosa you know you have a lot of friends well yeah and, and i i do want to start with omarosa and i talked to her about it and she's game for it because the story there uh that i think is important just in terms of friendships 
because I've noticed, and you you may know, we talk about this sometimes. It's like, gosh, well, who are your friends? And you're like, I don't know. Do I have three? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> two? One, two. I'm not sure. One, two. Right. <laughs> so, you know, you bet on someone. You love them. You, 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 you're there from them, for them 100%, and then something happens, something big. Something yes. che- <laughs> cheesy with the comb over happens, and you're like, okay, that's too much. I didn't think anything could ever break us up. So, you know, that's the story that we need to talk about. There there are some things that I just feel like um, don't fit into the format of this show that I need to get out. Right. You know, this right. is my therapy. Right. And so Hey Phrase has opened that up to me. But I feel like, you know, hey, lead the ship. And... <laughs> No, no, I want you to lead it. No, I know you are. That's yeah. just funny when you said that. I'm like, okay, um, I just, I'm like all of 5'3, so I just see myself putting on the, ca- the big captain's hat. You can do trying it. Trying to head to the helm, and it's like going to be really shaky. Head to the helm. The boat's going to probably be head on to the helm. one side or rocking to the other side. Listen, people stand down your egos when, when you're involved in a partnership with someone. Um, if they need to do something else, if they need to grow, and and you know don't stand in the way of people's growth i could have never have finished this book if anyone was really trying to stand in my way i took a lot of people helping me encouraging me to do that i could you know right now i'm i'm writing a movie the script is done um we're we're pitching that we're selling that we're pitching tv shows so i'm not letting anything stop me from growing i have been committed to this podcast and will continue to be committed to this podcast as long as it feels good. So we need to hear from you all. Okay, great. Well, are you going to let us know when it feels bad? Yeah, I'll let you know. (laughs) I, on the other hand, don't have a communication issue. (laughs) Well, and here's the thing. You are always, you know, and that's the thing too, is like the goal is five days a week. I want this show to just be rocking. I want it to be syndicated, multiple spots, all that good stuff. I always want you on it. And one of the things we've, we've talked about and has been hard for both of us is we're we both live crazy lives that we're we have these projects, we have other projects that yeah. we're hustling. So the scheduling is hard too. And one of the big things about being consistent with this podcast is like eventually in the next couple of weeks, it's setting a time like we're going live, twelve thirty. And people sure. are gonna know we're live at twelve thirty on Facebook. The the podcast is up by three PM in the afternoon. You know, people know what to expect. And honestly, that's been in this past year, you know, because people were commenting on my Instagram, like, you don't seem like you know what you want and I, all this and stuff. I and I saw that. And I'm like, no, I, I yeah. do. It's just, you know, it takes a while to mix the sauce of, like, what works. And I think for your schedule, for mine, yeah. Wednesdays are great, right? Sure. And then, of course, fantastic clients like that we have, like Mervis, mm-hmm. like Waxing the City, like mm-hmm. other ones. Of course, it makes sense for us to continue to partner and, Absolutely. and be at those, you know? And Absolutely. your book sign, do all that stuff. Yeah, and you have to try certain things. Like uh, Hoda and Kathy Lee, they have the 10 o'clock hour on the Today Show. Right. You know, they tried a uh, live audience. Like, last, like it lasted, right. like, five days. Right. You know, it just it wasn't it was taking away from the thing that they had together. So you try different things. Um, yes. It might seem a little wackadoo to some people that are watching or listening, but you're trying to make it better. And it totally is. I think what people don't understand that are on our side of the table for media. Media now is the wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. Like there is no more having a show debut and like your talk mm-hmm. shows on TV and you do a press tour and you promote it and people watch. Yeah. I mean, why do people give a fuck? You know, yeah. that's what you and I are mm-hmm. saying behind the scenes all the time is like, why are new people going to tune in? You know, what are you? Because ultimately, yeah, we share these personal moments. And this is great because people 
in work environments need to have these conversations. Absolutely. So much would be cured. I mean, I never would have left if I had these conversations with previous coworkers. Sure. I never would have left radio. I mean, it would have been great. Kelly Ripa wouldn't be mad at Michael Strahan. Right. Do you see exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I, all that stuff would be terrific. So anyway, we're Wait looking a minute. forward to- Are you trying to wrap us up? <laughs> Of us having our moment. It's because of shit like this that you have a job. Wait a minute. Let, there, you guys need to give me your producer cam. You're telling us. And that's good. That's what we're going to do. Because you know what? Sometimes yeah. it's like Paul and I get into our own stories. Right. And it's like awesome. You know, our loyal audience cares. But then the rest of the world is like, all right, you two, Well, we're move moving the forward. On. But the loyal audience deserved that conversation. Right. So I So the outcome is we're good. Yes. You're going to see a lot more of her every day, right? That's the goal. We're doing Mondays, and then the goal is, obviously, we get Mondays figured out. Like you said, we're experimenting. We're trying some things. Yeah. We'll try those on Wednesday, too, and then, yeah, go really four days a week, and then I want to do a um, show on Friday that's a true X-rated, because you know I'm dirty. It. Like You're so dirty. I am really dirty, and I'm currently looking for, <laughs> I've been in touch with a British sex doll company Ooh. in London that is looking for people, they're paying people to have sex with robots, oh. so I want them I'm to down. come here, and would you have sex with a robot? Would you have sex with a How female robot? How much? I think they're willing to pay they're like ten pay grand. Uh, That's know. not enough. Yeah, maybe ten thousand dollars. You got to get me on the twenty seventh or twenty eighth of the month, right around the first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> Don't get me on the sixth. I feel real rich around the sixth. Okay, My money's okay. Still good. All right, for ten grand, I totally want to do that robot, <laughs> male or female. So anyway, okay. I'm, I want to do a show basically where we can have sex live on the uh, the podcast. Right. <laughs> I'm booked on that day. <laughs> But anyway, right. I love you. I love you, Let's too. Let's keep this Thank thing you. moving. Thanks All for right. being an awesome friend. All <laughs> right, so we have a ton of stories to get to, including, um, Paul, for you. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, have you ever dated somebody who has herpes? Like, and they Well, they I'll tell you something. I met this guy in New York a long time ago. Um, his name is Matt. He's lovely. Oh, so good looking. Uh, just such so charming. We had the best date of my life. We were in a cab on the way home. And we're heading uptown in New York City, and he says, I got to tell you something. And I'm like, yeah? <laughs> Are we getting married? Or yes. You know, he's like, I got the herps. <laughs> and I'm like, the what? And he's like, the herps. I said, on your lip? He says, no, down there. I'm sorry, Sarah. I just couldn't. You couldn't I'm like, push driver, through? there's going to be two stops. <laughs> He's like, oh, that quick? Um, okay. Really? So we could at least get to the house and talk See, about it. See, I always thought if you had herpes, really you're all good, except for when you have an outbreak. See, I didn't know enough about it. Oh, so maybe, okay. Well, anyway, Usher has now filed for divorce for the second time from his wife after she reportedly could not, Grace Miguel is her name, she reportedly couldn't take any more of the allegations and ongoing lawsuits against the singer over his alleged um, infecting numerous women with herpes. It's going to follow her forever, though. What, do you think the story of— She's going to be, like, tainted to the public. Tamika Foster was his first wife, who I think Tamika Foster is gorgeous, mm-hmm. and, and their kids are so cute. Uh, the couple eloped in 2005. This is Usher, Raymond the Fourth, and Miguel, Grace Miguel, his wife, but are now separating. Um, TMZ notes that the separation comes after three women accused Usher last year of giving them herpes, and it's unknown if that was a factor in the breakup, but inside sources are saying that, yeah, she couldn't take any more allegations. So is it the, the cheating aspect or the herpes? Probably. I don't think both. he did. I My understanding was that he didn't Oh, these cheat. women were before her. I think they were before. God, it's so crazy because if you're down with somebody, right, you're married to them, you're committed to them, isn't through richer or poorer in sickness and in health. Mm. That includes mm. a little itch. That's a lot to ask. 
So that's ask. <laughs> well, the sickness part. I think it's yeah. awful when people get sick, like yeah. they get cancer, and then their significant others leaves that leave right. them. Like, but I a herpes breakout crazy. is just too much for you. I would stay with someone through herpes. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's fine. You know, to me, I mean, who doesn't have an STD these days? If you're single, I got a girlfriend that's had them all. I don't think chlamydia, I have one. She tells me chlamydia. Chlamydia. Does is, that go away? Yeah. Oh, okay. She says it's just like a cold for your ovaries. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, she says that like you're that like um I learned so much on this podcast. Yeah. She's like, cold "Oh yeah." Ovaries, huh? Yeah, okay. it's just like you're oh, cold. So has, yeah, your like ovaries and your fallopian tubes have some mucus in them. Ooh. You just like you take get a the little sniffles. pill. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, get the sniffles. Uh, what do you think about Tiffany Haddish and Brad Pitt getting together? <laughs> I don't see that happening. You don't That's think another so? one I heard didn't have a very uh, big penis. Really, That's Brad Pitt? That's always been the, the news. And he's talked about it. He's I can't, not very well hung. I can't wait to see this guy's manzillion on on Thursday. Yeah. You don't think he's got – actually, I could see that. Yeah. You're yeah. probably that hot with an average size yeah. penis. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany Haddish says that she ran into Brad Pitt in the elevator post the Oscars. And Pitt said um, in one year, if he's single and that she is single, we're going to do it. Well, so you know why wait means? a year? <laughs> he's going to wait and find something better. What about tonight? The night is young. I've got my white dress on that I've worn three times. Haddish was just on <laughs> Kelly Ripa, and she was telling that. I know. I don't know why the wait. She tells so many stories about other celebrities, and apparently they're getting pissed off. You heard about Beyonce, right? Yes. She told the story about Jay-Z and Beyonce wanting the woman to step back. Yeah, right, right. And, and then apparently, so yeah. Beyonce they wanted like an NDA, right? Something. Mm-hmm. Sign. She's like, I'll sign it. <laughs> I love her, though. But, you know, the thing about this dress, this um, Alexander McQueen dress, so not the dress she wore on the red carpet, but the one that she wore when she was presenting. That she keeps wearing. That she keeps wearing. Right. So she wore it to the girls' trip premiere. She wore it on Saturday Night Live. And then she wore it again presenting at the Oscars. And I get it that she's a comedian. She said she paid $4,000 for the dress. Okay, that's a lot of money. But a lot has changed in her life. And I think what would be really cool, not that I have any right to tell her what to do, but... Oh, tell her. Who cares? Well, I think it would be really cool to see that dress making its rounds with girls going to the prom or having (gasps) special nights. Good idea. Use that dress, send it to somebody, have them send it back to you and keep sending it around. Like, enough, enough. Enough is enough already. You know, three times. Yeah, you've worn it. That joke is old. You know what I mean? The joke is old. The joke is done. Like, it was great on SNL when she came out and she was like, I paid $4,000 for this. I'm wearing it again. You're Mm -hmm. like, good for you, girl. You seem relatable and Mm -hmm. down to earth. And yeah, if you spend four grand on a dress, wear it again. Sure. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. 
oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food, I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where my optimal body comes into play. Visit myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30 day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. 
They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. But you've worn it enough. You've wanted enough. Pass it around. Yeah. I like that's a good theory. Off with your dress. Uh, O.J. Simpson, the Confessions, the Fox special is airing tonight. This is where O.J. Simpson is going to reportedly, or actually did an interview back when the book came out. If I did, it. are you at all infatuated with um, the Nicole Brown Simpson and O.J. Simpson story? Moved on. You're over it. Mm-hmm. Really? I wonder if people. I wonder if people are going to tune into this or not. Why is now a good time to bring that up? He's not really in the news. They just need people to hate black people some more. I mean, what what is going on? Uh, what, and what's actually, happening? I stand corrected. It airs this Sunday at at eight p.m. on Fox. Um, on Fox News Channel. Yeah. Okay. On, on Fox, um, not Fox News, on Fox Entertainment. You like your local Fox, like Fox Five. Oh well, I'll take that back. When okay. I, said. <laughs> I don't know what the people in programming do. I don't know. Uh, OJ begins by saying how difficult it is for him to talk in a hypothetical situation, weird and somewhat incriminating. Then he talks about the murderer's friend, Charlie, the murderer's friend, Charlie. And suddenly Simpson goes from talking in the hypothetical to first person. I, I, I. In other words, it sounds like he's talking about what he did. Mm. I think. Why now? Because I think people are still infatuated with that story. Because I think that that story had everything, right? It had race issues. It had money. It had fame. It had beauty. It's got kids. It's got car chase drama. It's got the first time that a court, a famous celebrity was, their court trial was broadcasted live. It's got everything. But we're so divided as a country right now. We are so divided. And every day, I mean, every tweet seems to divide us even more. I just feel like having that kind of show starting that conversation again is just even more divisive. So I don't see the point in doing that right now. Well, eh, they're airing me. it. They're, eh. I know. Okay. And Who's we'll, hosting it? The, the, so this interview was ba- done back in like the late 1990s when he put that book out, If I Did It. Oh, but they don't have a person like moderating, narrating um, that? Or? They might. They might. Okay. I don't know who the new person is, but the interview will air with the original woman who interviewed Simpson. And then I think it was Fox that owned the rights to it then. Okay. They decided not to air it. That they weren't going to air it at that time because they felt like it wasn't appropriate, but now they feel like it is. Well, like when I met Wendy Williams when Real Housewives of D.C. was coming out. Yeah. And I said, are you going to watch? She said, I'm going to be watching like this. That's how I'm going <laughs> to Basically, I'm not going to tell anybody I'm watching, but I'm going to be watching like this. Okay. Oh, me too. I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll tune in. I'll check because it out. Because OJ Made in America on FX was like the. I was addicted. Yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. as oh, he OJ. Was great. Oh, my he was God. Fantastic. Oh, it was so good to get the behind the scenes. Yeah, I, I know. know. I'm obsessed with stories like that. Uh, ayahuasca. Paul, do you have any interest in doing ayahuasca, which mm-hmm. is the trendy psychedelic? Um, it's not, I guess you could call it a drug, but it's also like they put it in tea. It's a uh, leaf that comes to, and a plant that comes from Brazil. No. And Peru? No, I don't. I saw Chelsea Handler do it on her show, Chelsea Takes yeah. On. And, you know, you do it, you sweat, you throw up. I'm just like, okay, like, I mean, you could lose a couple of pounds, which is <laughs> That's not enticing. the worst thing, right? My friend Sammy really wants me to do it. But it looks like you come close to death and, like, you teeter around the brink of death and then you kind of get yourself back together. Too much? 
They're saying ayahuasca could be the cure to depression. In uh, monkeys, in the Brazilian um, rainforest, they've been letting them munch on ayahuasca leaves Mm -hmm. or ayahuasca the plant. These uh, monkeys trip their balls off, and then suddenly they're like, in a much better mood. A, oh. a lot more research has to be done because they only did this on fi- on 15 marmosets mm-hmm. that tripped on ayahuasca. All of them were isolated from their group, which also I think like, there's a lot to this story. Yeah. I would not recommend doing this, but the study is available by BioRex IV. There's no word on whether the tripping monkeys got any crazy ideas about, you know, whatever, doing anything nuts or throwing up or crapping their pants, <laughs> but they are saying that it could be one of the ways that they cure depression. Wow. Tripping monkeys. Okay. <laughs> I really want to see that. Oh, my God. First of all, I love this picture. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Wait. I should have put a picture there of Evelyn. Looks dead. Evelyn? <laughs> Who's Evelyn? Do you remember this story? Jennifer Lewis. You know the actress Jennifer Lewis? She's in yes. Blackish. Did I tell you about yes. this when I was I at her house? you did. So I met Jennifer Lewis's house. She is a character actor. She is so much fun. She plays Anthony Anderson's mother on the hit ABC show Blackish. She's a good friend of mine. She has a book out called The Mother of Black Hollywood. I'm in her house in L.A. about three weeks ago. She's got a picture of a gorilla on her yeah. framed on her wall. And I'm like, uh, who's the gorilla? And she says, oh, oh, that's Evelyn. I said, Evelyn? Well, who's Evelyn? She was like, oh, Evelyn lives at the L.A. Zoo. I sponsor her. I'm like, you sponsor her? She was like, I said I sponsor her. I said you sponsor her. She said I buy that bitch's bananas. <laughs> oh, you buy. Oh, now I get it. Now I understand. So she, yeah, I go to the LA Zoo. I visit her. I say Evelyn. She blows me kisses. Mm-mm. 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 And one day I said to the the zookeeper, big old dyke, big old dyke. I said Melissa. Let me go in and feed Evelyn. Just, just, she knows it's me. She knows I take care of her. Let me go feed Evelyn. That big dyke said to me, sure, you can go and feed her if you wanted to tear your fucking face off. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> I love That's it. That was great. Evelyn, right. Isn't that cool? Oh, my God. We needed a picture of Evelyn. Now, whenever I think of a monkey, it's I'm going to think of that. It's the story. Oh, my God. She's great. She's hysterical. Isn't she awesome? Oh, my God, Paul. She really is funny. I freaking love her. She is like a riot. And she's such a great attitude about life. It's yeah, really funny. Does. But I wanted to actually mention something else. We yes. talked a little bit about The Housewives. You know, there's a new season of The Real Housewives of Potomac coming out. Oh, I know. I can't wait. Did you see that? Yeah. Well, I just saw it through you. You showed me the first picture. The first picture. So it comes out on April 1st. And for those of you that don't know, I know most of those women. I helped them cast the original group. Um, I brought on Karen and then Katie, who was on the first Right. Season. And Karen's back. Karen's back. Um, Ashley Darby's back. Ashley Darby's back. Giselle is back. And Robin Dixon are back. Okay. Now, there's a new woman in town, and you can see in the picture that she's taking the place of Sharice Jordan. Okay. So Sharice, longtime friend of mine. We kind of had our ups and downs. Yeah. But I'll always love her. She's a very dear person and a dear friend. But it's got to be tough. It's got to be tough when you when you have made a contribution to these reality shows. Right. You've opened the doors to your home and your life. And in her case, um, you know, her marriage was kind of on the rocks. Yeah, big time on the rocks. Was big time oh on the God. rocks. And I think it wasn't, you know, to him, it was like, if you do that show, we're definitely done. And she did the show for whatever mm. reason. Right. And so to, to make that kind of sacrifice and then find that they're going into season three and you're no longer a housewife, like, 
What do you think about that? Is the fame that alluring? What is it? I think for Sharice, no, for me, I saw a woman who was, and I can relate to this. I think Sharice really wanted her own identity. I think mm-hmm. her identity had been her husband. Sure. Um, and his is it Eddie Jordan? Eddie Jordan. Mm-hmm. So Eddie Jordan, the famous basketball player. I think her life had been basketball s- coach. Yeah, he was you, a player a long coach. time ago. Then the coach, he coached for the Wizards, coached for the 76ers. And the couple of times yeah. that I've interacted with Sharice, only through you, mm-hmm. is I was surprised at how personal she took the show. Like to me, I would think if I was cast on that show, you know what that drama is, right? Sure. You know you got to bring the drama mm-hmm. when the cameras are done. Let's go have, you know, a glass of champagne. It's all good. But if you don't keep the drama going, you're off the show. Exactly. That's like what it is. Well, but I, I felt like she couldn't separate it. But I also understand, I think she wanted to do it because it was like, all right, Eddie, I want my own life. She, want, she wanted her own life. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you, you know, I did watch What Happens Live. I was the bartender a few weeks ago, as you all know. I was up in New York and backstage. Um, I was talking to Andy Cohen and he had asked, you know, why do I think that the DC Housewives didn't work? Right. And I told him, you know, on our show, when we did DC Housewives, that was back, it aired in 2010. So a lot of time has passed. I'm not living in the past. It's like over and done. But during the taping of that show, the women on the show made a pact. Like they literally called a meeting and they said, look, we are making a pact not to talk about each other, not to say anything disparaging. And I'm like, okay, well, that's the end of that. And and they yeah. yeah, it is. How stupid. Why would they be so dumb? Like Could you imagine you can be friends, but I'll tell you, it's hard at first. It's mm-hmm. hard at first. And like if you're not feeling self confident, then you begin to go, Where's the line? But that was the dumbest pack they made. You Did you tell have... Andy that? I told him. Yeah. And what'd he say? Is he, he like, like that's probably it? Makes sense, you know. Makes sense that that's what happened. Um because Mikkel Salaki Salahi was like the perfect she reality. She wasn't a part of the pact. And oh. I'm going to tell you, they kind of went on strike during the show. And I was at one of them's house, Linda's actually, and they were deciding on this strike. And I had, you know, in that show, unlike a lot of the other ones, um, I did testimonials on that show. Right. So they would come to my house and get my feedback. And that's why I love doing that show because I got to say what I was thinking from my perspective. Right. Unlike, oh, my God. You'd be so good for that Yeah, too. yeah. So that, that was great. But- I remember they were making this pack, honey, and I was looking at my watch. <laughs> They're like, where are you going? I was like, oh, I got to shoot. They're like, but we're going on strike. I'm like, strike my ass. Mm-mm. I got some hair products to release. I got some new eye creams. Mm-mm-mm. Well, you were smart because that didn't work. Bad pack. It didn't work. You got to know pack. your role. I feel bad for Sharice, though, because I think she banked a lot on that show. But th- yeah. there wasn't enough good drama. Well, I think that... They feel that, um, you know, the divorce is still pending. Mm. And she did that season one. She did it season two. And you're right. I mean, where is the drama? I know. Where? I know. Yeah. I used to tell the girls during DC Housewives, I'm like, nobody cares that your kids are in soccer. Who gives a fuck? I know. You ride a polo pony. <laughs> Unless <laughs> you know, you're sleeping with, like, cares? the soccer coach. You're like, fucking the horse. Yeah. Are you fucking are you the horse? Fucking yeah, the horse? Yeah, now, that's a storyline. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? During that show, and I won't say who, one of them had a husband who was having an affair with a man. The man called her in the middle of the night. That never came out. Ugh. There was drug abuse. There was threesomes. There was all sorts of big things going on. That's that the never show. came out because of the pact. You got to be Kim Zolciak Bierman. 
Oh, that yeah. woman is a nut. Like, and Everything that is great for out. TV. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't wait. When's the next season of Don't Be Tardy? Yeah. I mean, that, I feel so bad for Croy. It's amazing. Oh, my God. The whole thing. Um, all right. So this, I feel bad for people that have had plastic surgery. But a recent story now says this is a software engineer who came out and said that you're taking your selfies all wrong, which makes people's faces look distorted and is leading to more people having plastic surgery when they don't need to. Selfies don't work like mirrors. Instead, they completely distort, especially when it comes to the nose, according to new research by a medical journal selfies make your nose look wider and thicker than it actually is in real life and people like a smaller nose uh now researchers have looked specifically at selfies taken from 12 inches away a common distance for someone snapping a selfie without the assistance of a selfie stick in a selfie taken from that distance men noses are going to appear 30 percent wider and women's noses are 29 percent wider what's wrong with the wide nose well, I don't think there is anything. But wide nose can be beautiful. I agree. But people remember? look at themselves and they feel like, so basically they're saying, look, if you're only taking it here from five inches, from 12 inches away, you need to be like two and a half feet. So if you, if these people who are getting the plastic surgery were taking a selfie stick, so that put it like three feet away, they would never be getting plastic surgery. This article is saying, is that nuts? That's crazy. $15,000 is now the average nose job. These people don't know what they look like outside of a selfie. That's scary to me. I think it's just the pressures now of Instagram. It's like the pressure to have a new outfit on. I mean, honestly, God, I look at my my Instagram feed. I'm like, shit, people must think I am dead broke. I'm wearing the same trash bag every single thing. They're <laughs> like, I can understand Tiffany Haddish. I'm like, but holy you know, shit. I'm going to say having a nose job is like Russian roulette. You never know what you're going to get. And there's so many popular people out there right now with botched nose jobs. Oh my God! You, you know yes, what I'm saying? tons. Like the the uh, nostrils are cut way down. They take off too much from the tip. The shits one is always bigger than the other. Well, here's the thing: they're saying five feet away is ideal, three to five we- feet away, and then look at this before and after. Okay, so this is a kid who took a selfie. Okay. Oh my God, I'm so bad. I should have put this on our Facebook page. They're they're not gonna have time to do it. Okay. One, the see where the one where it's a smaller nose. That's from five feet away. A selfie stick. The other one is him, like like less than a foot away. Oh, isn't that a huge he difference? Looks much better. Five feet away. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, if you guys are just joining us on Facebook Live, we're going to be having a discussion here in a few minutes about can men and should men, uh, straight men, have female friends outside of their marriage and relationships. This one therapist says that it is essential and you should never hook up with a guy who doesn't have female friends. So leave a comment right now on the Facebook page because we're going to be reading those. Uh, also, there was one other story that I wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, more and more people are, and I can't even believe this, but do you know the signs? You think it was obvious, right, for men, the signs that women want to have sex with them? Uh, we'll set the scene. <laughs> have we been drinking? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Always. We need Ooh. more in our Yeah, thank you. Okay. Apparently, women have, sorry, apparently, <laughs> men. Me in the mood. Here are the 10 signs from real women that women want to sleep with men. Mm-hmm. Men are so clueless about if a woman really wants to have sex with them. They read the signs wrong all the time. Okay? But that's okay because the whole Me Too movement says, wait a minute, unless I say it's okay, you know, that's when it's okay. Oh, so right. men you are have supposed to, like, to be reading the- signs. You can't have it both ways, ladies. No, you can't have it both ways, right? So I'm going to hear these signs. Okay, well, these are supposed to be, this Let's is from see. lovedignity.com, mm-hmm. and this is from real women. If she invites you to her place, if she invites you up to her place. Problem. 
Not not you, not you the guy inviting her to your place. Like you're out on a date. Like I was trying to have sex with Dan on the first date. So it was like, hey, do you want to come upstairs? If the woman is asking you that, that is a green light that she wants to have sex with you. In most cases. Ooh, you're going to get it at sarahatephrase.com, okay, people. Okay, honestly, who, who <laughs> thinks if a woman is inviting a man back up to her place after a date, are you not going to have sex with him unless he— Maybe her feet hurt. Okay. Jump <laughs> well, okay, on. What? AJ? Paul, wishful thinking, Paul. You know she's going to time to spread her legs, time to get up in there. <laughs> okay, I love the honesty. So, what does that mean for the Me Too movement? If you said that to somebody that was really involved in this Me Too movement, they would say, you are really saying some hurtful things for women just because a woman wants to invite a man back to her house does not mean that she has to give up anything. You're right. You know what? I, I would invite a man if I just wanted to have a couple drinks, and then he should wait for my invitation to say, let's take let's take this party to the bedroom. Do women like to do that? Let's let's get more into this list. Okay. Do they like to do that? And here's my thing, by the way. All these guys that have been accused of rape and sexual harassment, right, the women have never invited them back to their place. I these don't are, believe this that. This is Harvey Weinstein saying, come to my hotel room. This is is uh oh my Aziz Ansari back at his apartment okay when the chick is inviting you to her place her territory she wants to fuck you 100% okay she okay I don't think that a lot of people would agree with you but I'd like to hear more oh and you can comment on her Facebook page Mm -hmm. she wants to be touched cuddled and kissed on a date men often get aroused too quickly but women don't even think about it as stated earlier they are complicated beings they need a lot of time so by the time she's at the phase where she wants to cuddle hug and kiss you that's the time and a clear sign she wants to have sex with you I'd agree with that when I was out and single I wasn't cuddling with anyone I didn't want to have sex with sometimes I just want to cuddle I agree. I really do. She's sharing deep personal life stories with you. All right, this one might be iffy. Uh, Women only tend to share their personal life story and history with you only to gain confidence levels. This will happen time in time after showing interest in her. And it's one of the clear signs that she wants to sleep with you. Okay. Uh, How about this? She'll start sexting you. You know when women want, a woman wants say? to have sex with you when she starts texting, stec- what sexting she you. What you, what Apart you from doing? the usual, hey, what's up, how you doing, okay? Mm-hmm. When women text that, they don't want to have sex with you. Hey, what are you doing? I'm getting bored. Or, hey, I'm lonely and I want to meet you. Sexting is very sensual and part of a relationship. Erotic and sexual talking are clear signs that she wants to fuck. Can women just say, <laughs> I want to fuck? How about you? I, I mean, can, can you say that? I would. I don't know what the... Because yes, I feel like I you do. would. It's called hashtag DTF. Okay. So if you, but okay, do you guys, you guys are all young women on the dating scene. AJ, Leslie, Jackie is here. She, she's one of our other interns. By the way, we're looking for new interns. You can email, what's your email address, AJ? Email me, Andrea at HeyFrage.com. Okay, that's right. We need uh, new interns. But do you guys think these are clear signs that women want to have sex or no? Unless she actually tells you, I want to have sex with you. Yeah, we don't want to clearly just come out and say it. It's See, a little bit too obvious. See, there you go. Obvious. That's a problem. But are these like actual signs? Do you think? I think so. Yeah, we're, we're Leslie. No one. What, what was, do you think? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you really think? No, I do think these are real um, signs. So, I mean, I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say it. You wouldn't. Yes. You wouldn't come out and say, "Hey, I want to have sex with you." Right. Well, neither would I. How about this? Okay, this one might be iffy. Breathing heavily. Um, Did we just go on a run? (laughs) She might be having an asthma attack. What is going on? Uh, She's breathing heavy. 
Heavy breathing, heavy panting and breathing. This goes against everything we've been hearing about. I'm, I'm, I hate to be right about this. <sighs> this one is something difficult to fake. If she's heavily breathing, it means she really is turned on. The more she shows interest in you, the more her heart rate starts rapidly increasing. <sighs> I want to do you. <sighs> Last one. She licks her lips time and again. She could have dry lips. It's cold and flu season. What is going on with you all? I can't believe it. I think it. these are clear you gotta signs. Be, you think they're clear signs? I do. I think you're going to hear Harvey it on your Weinstein, email. Harvey Weinstein. No one was doing this to Harvey Weinstein, okay? When a woman wants it, it's it's not like in the Me Too movement we want to, like, dry up. I mean, we all still want to have sex. We just don't want the creepy guy heavily breathing who's disgusting, overweight, nasty like Harvey right. Weinstein inviting us to his, our, his hotel room and then assaulting us. Well, this guy in the, in the locker room at the gym, you know, because we have a lot of deep conversations. Okay, that's in the back of the back. Anyway, so I'm in the locker room chilling, and this guy is talking about uh, the TV is on, and they're talking about the Me Too movement, and the guy was saying, well, women really want men to take control. They just, Mm. they do. And then the other guy said that he's dated a lot of women that have had rape fantasies, and his friend was like, whoa, 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 man, you can't say rape, and I agreed with him. And I said, well, what do you mean take control? And he says, they never want to say, let's fuck. So well, this, I think that's what women, the guy said. I feel like women should definitely start saying that. I think in this light let's of start Me that Too. Movement. Okay, great. Hashtag let's fuck. That should be like an... <laughs> is that you're like, what? <laughs> I would. I'd say I wanted to I get down it. with Dan on the second date. I was like, are you coming upstairs or you what? It was the first date. I, d- I actually did not have sex with him on the first date, but I had gone to the date prepared to. Okay. I was like, I'm ready. I'm, How do you prepare yourself? You went to Wax in the City? No, like for years <laughs> I used to play all these games. Like my girlfriends would be like, oh, you should wait till like the fifth or sixth date. And then yeah. I had a girlfriend who was so smart, and she's like, look, if he's going to leave you, he's going to leave you whether you sleep with him after 10 minutes or 10 years. Like it just doesn't yeah. – if you're feeling it, have sex with him mm-hmm. after 15 minutes, whatever you want to do. So by that time, I'd just gone into the date with Dan, like, whatever, I don't care. Like, okay. if I'm going to have sex with him, he's either going to call me or not. And I have so many friends And you friends did on now. the second date. We were going to have sex on the second date, but then I had my period. So we waited till the third. And he had to wait at a bar for me for like Does two hours. Does that matter anymore, by the way? After five yeah, years? men are weird about. Oh, they're oh, weird. Okay. Yes. Okay, it does. I was just talking to my girlfriend about that, too. He used to be so down for period sex. Now, not so much. Okay. Yeah, great. There's all these things that come along the, the longer you're together. At first, the men are all fun. See, he just wants to cuddle. They're all, I told yeah, you. Exactly, Nothing's exactly. wrong with a little cuddle. All right, what do you think, Paul? So you basically said from the start, you think that men can have female friends, and it's I totally do. fine. Uh, a female psychologist says that you need to be worried about your man if he does not have any female friends, that it's not mentally healthy. She also says that it's a sign that he probably can't get along well with women, and it also means that he's probably not a very emotional or deep. When men have female friends, she also uses Mike Pence, who's a fucking idiot. She argues that when he started that whole thing that he never eats alone with a woman she says it's absolutely ridiculous Mm -hmm. other than his wife um and the stance is far from confined to just mike pence of course last year a morning consult poll found that most americans were very weary of male female interactions nearly two-thirds saying that workers should take extra caution around members of the opposite sex I think that's crazy. Rebecca Solnit writes beautifully about the oppression of gender roles and describes the emotional wholeness that men often sacrifice to advance in the halls of power. Uh, She says that you should enforce and encourage your man to have female friendships and you should also trust him. Um, And she says that it's... And no surprises, some men see women uh, as either mothers or sex partners. But lots of times when they're friends with a woman, they see her more as a motherly figure. Well, you know, that makes me think, how do you raise a boy, raise a young boy, not to have any female friends? 
Can you imagine that young boy with no female friends is going to grow up to be fucked up? He's not going to know how to deal with women. I know. Women. Can you imagine? I I think it's so. I don't know why. I mean, but then again, you told me like I was saying like Dan has this really close female friend that he sees like every time joking. she comes into town. Although I do know <laughs> that some of these women have their eyes out for these guys. Like they want to take them from you. You think so? Yeah. Well, I do too, but I feel like that can happen like at any time. That's I true. think it's to- I can't imagine being with someone that had no friends of the opposite sex. What would be worse, Dan cheating on you with a woman or a man? Oh, I don't care. I would just want to watch. I've said that. I'm like, if you're going to cheat, call me. I can't wait to see this. I like I'm fascinated. Like he's so monogamous and loyal. Like I'm like, I want to see what you would look like having sex with someone else cuz you're awkward. Get him some so ayahuasca. Wanna- <laughs> he might do it. He might do it. Uh, people are agreeing with uh, this study, saying that, yes, it's fine. Carla's on here. Um, she also says she wanted to comment about the sex story that we just did. Mm-hmm. Carla Gonzalez says, I like being upfront, and I used to let the guys know if my intentions were to have sex or not. I don't like the whole hinting around thing. Uh, also, women also want to be wanted and chased a bit. The man has to demonstrate a sense of passionate aggression towards the woman. Really? Passion, what? Passion and aggression? Passion and aggression. Really? Ooh. That's kind of an interesting combo. Evelyn! Um, Evelyn! <laughs> Evelyn. All right, you guys. Uh, we love you. We want to see you tomorrow night at Waxing the City in Alexandria, 5 p.m. Margarita's Light Bites. Us. So much fun. So much going on. Share the podcast with someone that has never heard of us. Hopefully, what a day to tune in. Uh, and yeah, they'll right. see that we can communicate well with each other. Exactly. And one other thing. On... March 25th, for anybody that is a big fashionista, I am doing a conversation with Claire. So it's Claire Solmer. She is the head of Fashion Bomb Daily. They have millions of followers on Instagram. She's coming to D.C., so get the tickets at cwcdmv.eventbrite. Just go to my Instagram, Paul Wharton Style, and check it out. It will be a fabulous conversation. Claire and I and DeAndre Tristan, who is a Robin Roberts stylist. It's going to be a lot of fun. <gasps> oh, super fun. Here in D.C. Go check that out. Thank you to everybody yeah. watching live. Carla, Sandy, Tom Block, uh, Guilherme. Oh, my God. I'm probably killing that. Guillermo? I don't know. Uh, Guillermo. <laughs> Oh, my God. Quishanta. Oh, my God. I'm not giving out any more shout-outs. All right. We're done. We're done. We're done. All right. Listen, bye, great talk. Thank you. Communication is key. Love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor. Bye, everybody. Bye, babe. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear? Tune in, yeah, you gotta tune in. Sarah Frazier on the mic and she about to begin. The co-host with the most Paul Warren looking fleek. Take it from me, you should be listening. Live from the nation's capital, this No need a second guess, separated from the rest. Entertaining nonetheless, many topics to address. Sarah, she's so glamorous, the number one hostess. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.